Howdy, and welcome to a special episode of My Life in Games. Your host for today, it is I, Jimmy Neutron. We're doing things a little bit different this time, uh, covering E3 content. And yes, I am the captain now. This is an exclusive E3 2019 coverage of Bungie and Destiny 2 news. If you've been keeping up with Bungie and Destiny this week, we got tons of new info and excitement in the community is at all-time high. Uh, we got exclusive E3 content that our agent on the E3 floor, Seiji Poo, was able to gather this week. Uh, a handful of things I want to talk to you guys. Um, so there's been a handful of topics I want to share. Uh, stuff that you probably heard last week from Bungie's reveal. Uh, of stuff to come, uh, but I want to summarize it for you guys. So Bungie has split from Activision, and they're now self-publisher. To me, this means more realistic, uh, a more artistic liberties for the game and giving the players what they want, which is an MMO action shooter. So we're getting all that grindiness that you expect from MMOs, and it's keeping the the true nature of uh, Destiny, which is the feel of uh, the weapons and all the space magic. So I'm I'm super excited for this. Uh, this also means more opportunities for direct developer and and community outreach. Um, and one of the things that I want to know is is what's next for Bungie and what does that mean for them being independent? Uh, here's Luke Smith, uh, Mark Noseworthy, and Raylene Deck sharing what the future holds for Bungie and the Destiny franchise. So from the very beginning, even all the way back to 2014, we've talked about how Destiny kind of has had an identity crisis. Yeah. Like we've, we've talked a number of times over the years about the different iterations of Destiny. And as we've continued to move forward and think about what the game could be, we started to realize the opportunity that we had as developers was uh, to get to a place where we could truly be in control of Destiny. And as we look at the landscape and the way that video games are changing and evolving and the business models are changing, uh, this becomes an opportunity for Destiny, a franchise that we want to be around for a while, to continue to evolve too. And in this case, uh, you know, Bungie has sort of struck out on its own a few times. Like you pointed out, we left Microsoft and we ultimately separated from Activision. And a bunch of that is, is because we want to be the independent spirit that the company's always been. Uh, and we want Destiny to adapt to the evolving marketplace, sort of riding the wave of that independence. Our core player, our core Destiny player, at the center of all our decisions. You know, we look at Destiny as a franchise, as, as a game that uh, has a lot of people who love playing it. We love playing it. And part of this, you know, second newfound independence is we get to chase that. We get to say, we're going to make Destiny for people who love Destiny. Period, right? And that's just like really exciting and invigorating for us as a company and the team. Uh, the next topic I want to talk about is Destiny New Light. What is Destiny New Light? Uh, that So this is a new entry point for new players that is completely free. Uh, you can play the base game and the first year DLC for free. Uh, you can jump on Crucible, Strikes, Gambit, and explore all destinations in the game with your friends. So you don't have to purchase DLC. For example, Shadowkeep comes out. You won't be able to get the quest there, but you can still go to the to the moon and explore. So that I think that's pretty cool. You can still try it out. And if it hooks you, you can buy the, the DLC if you want. Bungie also talks about their vision for New Light and the benefits to the current player base. Here's a little bit more words about them. Shortly after, shortly after Destiny 2 came out, Mark and I and some other folks started thinking about how 
Destiny could evolve. Right. And when we, one of the first ways we looked at it was not only the game design evolutions that we felt like could be an opportunity, but also just how's the game industry changing? You know, after Destiny 2, that's where you had a bunch of things like if like Fortnite was ramping, and we see this this trend happening. Uh, you know, for kids today, basically, where they're just like, they're not going to be. Are they going to be paying for games in ten years? And what we what we felt like we had with Destiny 2 was kind of a business model that, that was ripe for adaptation, but when we think about adapting it, we want to think about what's like the controlling idea behind the adaptation. And so this, the controlling idea was crush the barriers between friends, and that led us to, to New Light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because New Light isn't, it isn't like a new mode, or it isn't, you know, expansion, or um, it, it's actually, it's, just a, it's a game now, which is really exciting, and we're, it's geared towards new players, but all players can experience it. And so the idea is to break down those barriers, and some of the barriers are content related. So um, now with New Light, if you don't want to spend you know, tens of hours of going through campaign content by yourself, and you're like, no, I'm just here to, I want to play with my friends, like I want to jump in, um, you can do that now. Uh, some of the campaign content like uh, Red War, and Curse of Osiris and Warmind. So they're, they're free now, but they're optional. So it's like, yeah, if you, if you want to go play that, you can. Um, and some of the other barriers are, uh, you know, money, right? So, <laughs> so before, I think you had to play Forsaken, you had to get, get that, and then- It's like it's annual the compounding business model, yeah, right? Yeah. Where if you think of it just like a, if you think of it like a pyramid, like, yeah. oh, I bought the base layer, now the next thing came out, now you layer on top of that, and you need to keep buying and buying and buying, and that's just yeah, gonna, it's just gonna yeah, diminish yeah. your audience over time. And what, yeah, what yeah. we found with, with, with games like Destiny is the audience does like, you know, tail off as the game gets older, and what we want are ways for people to constantly return. And we, we've witnessed this even with our annual pass this season, where there's really cool stuff right now in the game. Season of Opulence just came out a week ago, and it has, this new six-player matchmaking activity, the Menagerie, which is which is awesome. But if you want to play the Menagerie, you have to buy a bunch of stuff that maybe you didn't want. No, I don't want Black Armory. I don't want Drifter. And so, as we stare into these sorts of problems, we want to think of a different way of the different way of distributing content that could be kind of more player friendly, but also more in, more friendly toward inviting people to come play the game rather than like it's the example I've given you before, Jeff. Like. If Greenberg is, you know, going deep on opulence and he's trying to lure you in to play the menagerie, you're like, well, in this in the game today, you're like, oh, I'm so far behind. In the game coming out this fall, you're not that far back. It's about having just one community of players, right? We don't want to fragment people. Right. Um, and uh, as we've sold expansions in the past, sometimes you buy an expansion, you end up leaving your friends behind. Well, I get to go to the new world, I can do the new thing, um, but you can't unless you purchase it, right? And, and it's really important for us to have you know one global community of players. And so, whether you're coming in free with New Light, or you're buying Shadowkeep standalone, or you're one of our you know the hardest core players who who played since day one, played since the alpha, you're all going to be playing together, right? And one of the great things about having people uh, on board and join the game uh, year round is it just makes Destiny richer for everyone, right? Like, it's great to have new people join PvP so you can, you can beat up on them, you know? And they eventually become your friends. It's, it's great to have more people in public spaces. It's, it's great to sure with someone through the raid and, and, and have that experience with them for the first time where they've never played a game like Destiny with five other Guardians back-to-back -back shooting monsters. They kill that last boss and they get that drop and they're like, this game's awesome, you know? And so these free players that often are going to be your friends, you just recommend you to do them. But they might also just be total randos. 
they make Destiny better for everyone, yeah. you know, for our existing fans. You know, I said earlier how we're making decisions about really satisfying our core players. Well, by adding new light and, and, and giving people an entry point, free entry point, that's better for our, for our existing fans too. Uh, the third item I want to talk to you guys about is cross-save. Cross-save on every platform. What does that mean? PS4, Xbox One, PC, and a new entry is Google Stadia. Yes, you'll be able to play on Google Stadia. What this means is if you have a, uh, a device that can connect to Google Chrome, you can play this game virtually anywhere on your phone. You can play on your phone. So that means I don't have to carry my, my console or my PC on Christmas break when I go visit my folks down in Houston. So this is... I'm going to get all of those exotics. Trust me. I will not miss every anyone. So... <laughs> uh, I think this move makes a lot more a lot of sense for Bungie if they want to increase the accessibility for their players for the for the current and new players. So kudos to them. Um, but does this mean that I have to buy Destiny Two in every platform? As far as DLC is concerned, uh, Bungie has a little bit more to say with this regard to this question. Take it away. Okay, so we're still working out the details on a couple precise things there because it actually it's really complicated when you look at it, but. Um, the, uh, you know, you, uh, if you, uh, I'm entitled to it on, you know, if yeah, I so buy it on PS4. Be, so with CrossFit, you're going to pick the account, the, um, the set of guardians on one platform that you're going to promote. And you're going to say, these are the ones I put the most time into, I care the most about. And that's now like, you know, you got like a star above it. And that's the one you can play on, on all the platforms. Yeah. Um, because of new light, um, you know, uh, coming out on PlayStation and PC, um, uh, and Xbox, that means you can go to any of those three platforms and try out CrossFit for free, right? And you can jump into PvP, play Crucible, run around all the worlds and destinations. You've got all your guns, all your characters and abilities um, uh, um, from, from the beginning, and that, that's awesome. But if you, um, uh, you want to play the story you know, of Shadowkeep on that new platform, you've got to buy Shadowkeep there, right? Um, and so the, the, the core license, the core expansion, um, you will... Shadowkeep, I might have to buy if I want to play it on... PS4 and PC, I have to buy it on both. Yes, yeah, that, 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 that's the plan of record um, uh, right. for, for sure going forward. There's more details about other edge cases and stuff. We're yeah. actually still trying to work this out. Well, I said, like, it's put an FAQ together for players. We see there's the lots of questions. The business kind of has to it. follow sometimes the vision but, of kind of how this is done. Because you said, like, I'm sure fans are freaking out. It's like, wait, you know, I have to buy it twice? Like, that doesn't make but, sense. But we do think that, that cross uh, save yeah. uh, and new light go well, go really well together yeah. for people, right? Because it allows you to, like, well, you know, I've got a you know PC. It's not that great, but maybe I can because my brother's moved over there. But maybe I can check it out, and it doesn't cost you anything to go check that out now. Like, just go jump in. And, and what is it like to play, you know, Destiny at 60 frames per second or higher on PC and yeah. PvP? We can just go you can try it out for free, right? Um, cross save and New Light do that together for existing players. When you, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna add to the thing you're saying because the New Light offering is pretty robust. Like, if you if you if you're a raider on PC, so you buy Shadow Keep, you're a raider in your community on PC, but your you know brother or sister-in-law is a, is playing on PS4, you can go play a bunch of stuff with them on PS4, Crucible, Gambit, Strike Playlist. You can go to all the worlds with them. Like there's there's a bunch of stuff you can do. We've really tried to make sure that the New Light offering is so content-heavy that a bunch of the the you know engagement game you can go play kind of anywhere with your yeah. friends or go to Moon and farm helium filaments or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, new players start in there. Cosmodrome, just like Destiny 1, um, sort of going back there, and within 15 minutes, like the, the mission's not very long, you get, you know, dumped into the tower, same tower that everybody else experiences, and, and 
all the activities are you know, opened up for you. So you can play Strikes, you can play Crucible, you can check out some of the destinations, start unlocking those. And there's, there's a lot of content, like we, where at, at work there's almost every day there's something new. We're like, oh yeah, we forgot about this piece of content. And like, well, how does that fit in? And it's, it, and it's crazy and really exciting to um, have all these new players come in and, and check out some of the, all the content that we built over the years. Uh, the fourth item is, let's talk about, a little bit about the Destiny 2 Shadowkeep DLC. Right, so this one's about that wizard, right? He came from the moon. I'm just kidding. So yeah, we're headed back uh, to the moon. Ares Morn has been messing with the hive magic and accidentally released an unknown evil. Uh, somehow bringing back nightmares uh, of enemies that we've defeated in the past, uh, like Crota, Skolas, even Gaul, which we just beat in year one of Destiny 2. Uh, so this new DLC will be available on September 17th, you know, competing sometime with uh, Borderlands 3. It's okay. Uh, and moving forward, uh, DLC and Seasons will be able to be purchased separately. So a la carte, you can, if you just want to purchase the Shadowkeep DLC, you can. If you want to purchase Season 9 separately, you can. You don't have to buy it in a bundle, but I think they will offer bundles for folks that already, they're already going to buy it anyways. Uh, and from the sounds of it, uh, Bungie is sticking with Destiny 2 for the long run, uh, possibly extending it by two or three years more. Uh, I mean, they're making this huge move. I, I mean, one of the things that I really like is is the armors. Oh, forgot. They're transmogging. Transmog will be a thing. You'll be able to, to give specific perks to your armor so you don't have to worry about looking ugly and playing however you want to play. I think this is awesome. And the final point I want to uh, touch base with you guys today is, uh, so since Bungie is splitting from Activision, what does that mean? Are they still going to be in that Blizzard launcher? Nope. They're, they, they're getting a new home. They're moving to Steam, fellas and ladies. So, so Bungie has found a new home for all PC players on Steam and is aiming for an easy transition uh, from Blizzard to Steam. Uh, players will keep all their items and progression and will be able to play... Uh, for example, on September 16th, you can play on um, the Blizzard launcher and easily transition on September 17th to uh, Steam. Uh, so they're going to send more information over the summer uh, with regards what the what that step is going to be look like. Um, and also, Bungie shared more insight on why they chose Steam over other platforms. They are just right down the street, of course. Um, yeah. But uh, it's, a, uh, it's pretty helpful. Valve is a, it, Steam is a huge platform, right, with the yeah. largest number of users around the world. And so we're looking at what's going to be a good experience for our players, what's going to have the highest overlap. People have already created an account, yeah. um, uh, certainly. Um, but uh, we're not uh, tied to Steam exclusively. Right. Um, it's, this is about where we're moving this year. And, we do want Destiny to be a game where you can play anytime, anywhere with your friends and be able to find it in multiple places. So it's totally conceivable that someday we'd be on the Epic Games Store or on other launchers, you know, in, in different regions. Um, and uh, uh, but it, it made sense for us for, for us to do that this year with Steam. Um, mobile, I imagine, is something that you know we'll I, mean, I guess through Stadia, it's sort of like on mobile to some degree this year. But can you talk a bit about you know the Especially now with like you know iOS having controller support and things like that, like how does mobile kind of factor into your, your thinking over the next short term? For the for the Destiny Two game engine, um, we haven't actually looked too closely right now, trying to get that product running on, on a mobile platform. Yeah. But 
we're so busy trying to, to get things like Stadia set up, get the Steam trans transfer set. We want to have, uh, we want to keep making the game awesome for our core fans. And, uh, you know, the like m mobile destiny represents like future potential, far off ideas. It's it's obviously, I think it's probably far and away the number one gaming platform in the universe. Yep. Uh, and so it, it represents. It could be a different experience in the world, right? And that's one thing yeah. now I see a lot of people like have the, you know, the same game and, you know, this is just me, but like I'm probably not going to be playing Fortnite on my phone, but it's cool the engine's there, but is there another experience in the world that can sort of work for mobile that ties into, you know, the universe? Do you have a resume? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, in, in case it wasn't in case it wasn't clear, like with with Stadia and and you know with other cloud platforms like XCloud and stuff like that, you're gonna be able to play amazing AAA games yep. on your phone, right? right? And so uh, with a controller, uh, with a controller, right? Which is which is awesome. And like the the idea that that it's happened to us at the office, uh, uh, but it happens to many people. <laughs> hear the story where like I went traveling somewhere. And I brought my PlayStation 4 with me because I, we needed to get something done in the game by a certain date or I was afraid Zerb was going to sell something or somebody got their brother to break into their apartment so they could buy something on their Xbox. Like, it's, it's, a, it's insane, right? Um, and it's, it's cool. We, we love those stories, but, like, those stories are going to go away, right? Because right. you can, like, hey, you can just fire up your phone and log in your character and keep playing Destiny, right? It'll be on a smaller screen, but uh, it's, it's not going to be, you're not playing HD, 100. 44 hertz or whatever, but you're you're having you're still having a, a great experience like anytime anywhere, right? And so that's gonna be really transformative for, for gamers. Like we're we're really excited about that that story. I really wish that shit was here now so that I could have got my ray jacket this week instead of like, uh, <laughs> had like a day and a half. Uh, that's it. Um, no crown of sorrows uh, jacket for me. <laughs> in time, in time. Uh, and also, you know, with. Next gen, you know, Xbox talked about holiday 2020 for the next Xbox. Um, you know, somebody's out there talking about PlayStation Stadia. Obviously, will kind of continue to evolve. Let's talk about Bungie kind of moving into the next generation now because this is going to be interesting. Like, you know, you have Destiny. Um, you know, this game obviously you're going to keep building it over the next couple of years. You're not going to have you know Destiny next gen or I don't, maybe you will. But it's um, can you talk a bit about like kind of how that's going to factor into sort of just the roadmap? Because you know, games are still, you know, evolving every year, right? Technology's getting better and whatnot, and now you have this ongoing live service game. So can you talk about your philosophy a little bit on sort of like how you, will you continue to upgrade the engine and add new features and what we can sort of look like yeah, there? You know, we're upgrading the engine technology every year. Like right. This is part of being, uh, you know, a live game service. And the good news is because we have, we have really high-end PC support. The game looks, you know, you play on PC, with a crazy monitor and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and so we support a variety of you know platform fidelities for Destiny already. So when we think about next gen, we're really excited about moving to that platform someday. Yeah. Um, we believe like the technology and, and the infrastructure we're building already supports ramping up things like way, way higher resolutions and you know higher frame rates and better lighting and all this kind of stuff. And so um, we think uh, we're going to be positioned pretty well for for that transition. But yeah, we're just learning about these things too, right? We're you know, like, ah, oh, so new consoles said. come. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. We should no. start having some plans yeah. around that. I'm going crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're crazy. This year was crazy enough. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah but that's not coming this year. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, we, we always have these NDAs, and so we know things, and, and you're like, but what's public and not, not public? And if you're not tracking like what's happening in the media, you don't really know, and you're like, just, just, just don't say, say anything. Just say nothing. You'll never get in trouble. But you did say higher frame rates. 
which is uh, I, what, that, that's just that's a, what I read. 120 frames. I, I read that well, on some website. I don't know. I definitely agree that if they want to bring in more more players, Steam is the place to go. Uh, the majority of PC player gamers already have a Steam account, and would make that transition seamless. Um, uh, Mark knows where they did dance around some future uh, features the Munji might be cooking up, but uh, Luke, Luke was quickly, he quickly uh, bailed him out. I guess we'll have to wait a little bit more. Um, but I'm excited. I'm personally excited. I've stuck around with Destiny, the franchise. So all of the things that they told me uh, last week and this week has me pumped. I'm ready to go. September 17th has to hurry up because I want to play more destiny um i hope you enjoyed our destiny e3 uh 2019 content if you have questions please leave a comment on our twitter at uh, mli games and uh, and hit that follow button if you want to hear more from us in our coverage of e3 bye bye